everyone, and welcome to the first episode of the podcast, Literally Autistic. This is going to be a different podcast from than the other one that I have, which of course is Living with ADHD and CPTSD. I am going to focus solely on my real life experiences that I have dealt with, knowing the fact that I am on the autistic spectrum. <clears throat> It's going to be different, but also hopefully a good experience and eye-opening and educational for those who aren't sure or those who feel scared to come out about being autistic. It is something that a lot of people don't really like to reveal to the public because clearly they're afraid that they're going to be treated different, that people aren't going to give them the same chance as a neurotypical person. And unfortunately, for many people in life, this is true. A lot of people who get diagnosed with autism are on the scale or on the spectrum and there are all sorts of different levels some people are low functioning uh, autistic where they are constantly in need of help and in order to survive they depend on an adult or a caregiver for them every day they can't eat they can't feed themselves they literally depend on an adult for everything and then there are some of us who are high performing or high area, you know, like high level, excuse me, high level functioning autistic, or in the olden days, uh, Asperger's syndrome, where we are able to be independent and live our lives free uh, and without assistance and can do things on our own freely, of course. But the problem is, is that due to that, we have a lot of problems uh, with social interaction and communication. Um, myself, I'm really bad at reading social cues and I have always found it difficult to make friends. So I tend to get stressed out in social situations all the time and it really affects my ability to be real, have relationships and be social with people. Um, I never really do make eye contact with people, especially strangers, and I am really bad when it comes to small talk. I've never been good in regards to this. I just didn't realize exactly where it came from. Um, I always thought it had something to do with another area of my life, which, as I'm sure some of you who listen to my other podcasts are well aware of, but it affects me daily and there are plenty and many many examples of how being on the autism spectrum has affected my life especially in relationships and with social situations and what i'm hoping to do with this podcast is to show everybody that Life is different. Life is not what you would consider normal or typical when you have autism. 
you really are challenged in a lot of ways in order to be able to properly function in life like you can do it you know you can hold a job uh, you can pay your bills you know be a renter at an apartment you could even own a house you know like there's things that you can do that a normal person or a, a neurotypical person can do but there's a lot of things that they don't necessarily have the abilities to do the same as a neurotypical I I have a hard time right now you know accepting the fact that I am on the spectrum and the reason is is because for the majority of my life the vast majority of my life I have always thought I was normal but could never figure out at all why these things were affecting me or why I was having so many issues I would go out and meet people, you know, going out on a date or trying to start a relationship with someone and it would never change. Like I would always make the same mistakes, you know, different in different ways, but I would make the same mistakes again and again. I would dominate the conversation. Uh, was really poor when it came to listening and comprehending to uh, about what the other person across from me was saying and I would never really make the correct responses or make it look like I was caring or interested or being social in any way and I didn't realize I could never figure out what was wrong I had ideas, I had thoughts and, you know, thinking I wonder if there's maybe a reason for it, but I could never really narrow it down. So you just, you soon start to, after a certain period of time, like after the fourth or fifth failure and repeating the same thing over and over, I would just begin to question whether it was worth doing anything or trying um, there wasn't any point to it because of the fact that I knew I would mess up I would do something wrong and so I just stopped for the longest time and I'll be honest I am very lucky and I'm very grateful for this rare situation that I put myself in. I met my girlfriend back in February of 2019. We went to the West Edmonton Mall in Edmonton and went to the restaurant and of course had dinner and had a little chit chat. Um, we The thing is, is we had met online and chatted for I think it was like a month before we decided to meet up and online and through the telephone everything seemed very normal very typical um, there wasn't there were never really any signs that there was autism or like that I was on the spectrum 
and that this there was something wrong and the first meeting really went well because you know it's brand new we were both excited and there's a bit of nerves and I was super focused on what I was doing that night and I just remember knowing ahead of time that because of whatever condition that I have and you know back then I didn't know I, I really didn't know I didn't even have a clue or that I had ADHD um, I didn't know I was suffering from trauma and the autism was far off I had no clue but I was upfront and honest with her telling her that all I want is for her to be honest that I'm not very experienced when it comes to relationships you know like I was being very straightforward with her and she appreciated that and we had a great night and we spent a number of hours talking and walking around the mall and getting to know each other and then literally like the third date things she started to notice you know slowly that things were just a little unusual for me um like compared to neurotypicals where i would like literally talk for I, I went on and on. I remember we were discussing my life and we were trying to talk about each other's experiences in life and I was at her place and I just remember like it, it's pretty sparse in my head as far as what was going on because it's it, it's been a while but I just remember talking and just talking and talking and talking and talking about about whatever right like all sorts of things in my life about my family and my experiences and what I like to do and 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 you know like work and and my fun things that I like like sports and music you know all that kind of stuff and she was making attempts to change like to have her talk and me listen to her like like a normal like a typical conversation would go but I really wouldn't acknowledge her I would fail to do that and it got to the point of, during the conversation that she finally had had enough and confronted me with it and like I had asked she was being upfront and honest and gave me crap because I was dominating the conversation and I wasn't acknowledging or seeing the social cues or the cues that she was giving me to change the way I was behaving or to you know to change and say oh I guess she it's her turn or listen to her for a little while right I wasn't doing that I was dominating the conversation and I remember getting super anxious and really scared because I'm thinking oh crap here I go I'm gonna mess this up just like every other one that I've messed up because of my problem and I profusely apologized and said, I'm so sorry, I won't, I will do different, I'll be better, etc. And she forgave me and we moved on. There were little things throughout the next while, like months that were leading up while we were dating, that would occur. And it was all her, like little different things like you know saying weird things or or odd behaviors not 
being responsive in situations that a normal person or excuse me a neurotypical person would say or do in response to uh like a cue that she would give or say what she would say and a normal a neurotypical would say the correct thing um but i was not i wouldn't do it i was the kind of person that would just completely not even see it i there'd be no i have no idea that i had even had to do anything or say anything and it it got to the point down the road that she was she literally brought it up to me face to face and said i think you're on the autistic scale and i i didn't believe her i you know i wasn't thinking that was that was true and but you know we i remember i was seeing my therapist because we were talking about my the possibility of of complex trauma and we brought up to her to to the to, excuse me we brought up to my therapist the idea of autism and he didn't think that that was the case and so for a while it sat by the wayside and we didn't really talk about it too much but she kept it in the back of her mind meanwhile so we were going through our relationship and I, and there were just things like going on and it it didn't help that at the time that i was you know learning about and seeing the fact that i i was very likely going to be diagnosed or or had adhd and i was already dealing with the cptsd that was had been established back then so the ad the autism really kind of sat by the wayside and yet there were all these signs and things that were occurring that made it so the point where she she was so certain that it was going on and the funny thing is we just recently finally came to the conclusion based on all the symptoms and all the signs that were going on and the repeated you know social problems and the and my inability to recognize cues and to and to recognize behaviors and my lack of emotion and lack of empathy that i was not able to do like in the moment that she was really certain that i was on the autistic spectrum and shortly after that i was in, in agreement with her there are a lot of things that i don't you know that, that a neurotypical would do that i don't do i don't even think about it like it's just not a normal thing for me and the problem is the fact that because i have no self-aware i'm very poor with self-awareness i don't recognize or know that these things are occurring and it would just be a completely oblivious to me every day that things these things were were happening and she could never understand and she was getting super frustrated because of the fact that i was going on and on daily missing things and not doing the proper routine like proper uh, social reactions and and making the right responses when she would have a problem or she would be upset or get sad because uh, to do with something and i wouldn't know like i wouldn't know what to say right 
and it, or I would just say nothing or I would be blank, um, no responses whatsoever, especially emotion. And I have, the, the thing is, is there was all these little things that were occurring, like inability to, for, for language, like being very literal, right? Like she would, she would be in an argument and she would say something uh, like about what was going on. And like immediately I would say, and I still do, would say to her, well, I think you meant this. No, I don't mean that. Like I, I wouldn't be able to wreck it to realize that there was that I needed to say a specific response to what she was saying. I would let I would rather be giving a literal response to her. And that would drive her crazy because it would be completely unnecessary, completely oblivious to what was going on in the moment. But yet I would be the one that would say it like I would say this, this literal response. And I had no idea like I right. I didn't know that I need that this was wrong or that I ha I shouldn't be saying this, that it had nothing to do with the conversation. And it would it would make her even more upset. And then, of course, I would just start to get overwhelmed. And because of, you know, like it, I would just keep repeating the same things over and over sometimes or I would just start to shut down like I couldn't handle it. She'd be too loud and I'd be just you could see that I'm pacing up and down the, like I'd be pacing around in the, in the house or or I would just be incapable of of giving any sort of proper response or, or basically just being oblivious or gone. And it was so, you know, like we couldn't tell. She, she always wondered if about it. And because of the fact that I have my lack of awareness, I had no idea. Like I didn't know, right? I was just, I would be talking or saying the same thing over and over again. And I had no idea. Like I, I couldn't see that I was doing this in the moment. And so I would just continue going on and on. And when she would get upset, I it's it would be like I had no ability to see what was happening. I couldn't go, okay, right, I need to go. I could I would get upset. Um I would like say things that were like childish or rude back to her instead of this just like going, Okay, you're right, sorry, I need to go. I would I wouldn't do that and I just could never do it. Every time another argument would occur, I, it's like I would repeat it the same problem or the same thing like, every time and the fact that this was occurring and I couldn't learn or I would say the literal rather than knowing the correct thing to say in the moment it was just leading towards being more and more likely that this is the case now last week this is February of 2022, in case for those who are listening to this later down in the future. When I was discussing this very adamantly with my therapist, he agreed and said, yeah, there's a lot of signs here that are leading to and pointing towards autism on the on the spectrum. And he he wants me to go and get, you know, go through the process of getting the official diagnosis and going through all the tests and the steps that are there. 
And to complicate matters, the fact that I'm dealing with trauma and having to deal with ADHD at the same time all together, it's just making it way more complicated than it really needs to be. Well, not needs to be, but then then what a, a person who just has autism deals with every day. I am now let's let's get this straight. I am I guess what you would call on the high functioning level of the spectrum, or as in the past, uh, Asperger's type of setup or syndrome, um, even though it's not officially separate anymore, it's all part of the spectrum. I have complete ability to live by myself or do do the right the things that need to be done, right? So I can live on my own, I can buy groceries, I can work, I can survive. Um, I lived by myself at my condominium for quite a few years by myself. Uh, I did have occasional roommates, but I was the one that lived there and I had my own, I paid my rent or my mortgage, I paid for my car, I paid for all the bills, I bought my groceries on a daily basis or a weekly basis. So it's not like I had problems being able to survive in the real world. It's just when it came to things like relationships or social abilities or like eye contact, body language, like expressions, recognizing someone's face, like their facial expressions, recognizing sarcasm, jokes. Um, it, I just couldn't do it. Like it, those are the things that I struggled with and literally had no ability to do. So you just, I, it didn't really, it wasn't enough at the time that I really cared too much because I was single then. Um, I was happy doing what I was doing. Sure, I wanted to get involved in a relationship, but I didn't realize until today just how easy and simplistic my life was at the time because there were no complications. There wasn't another person in the way or not in the way that involved in my life on a regular basis that all the, the symptoms and the signs of, of being on the spectrum would be evident. Like imagine the only people you ever hang out with is your family who you're f super familiar with. You know, you know them, they, they, they love you no matter what. You're going to have occasional disagreements or arguments or misunderstandings, uh, you know, like, but it, it doesn't ever get out. And the fact that you're with your family and they, for the most part, are, are oblivious to these sort of problems, it's never going to be brought up. And it never was. So there was no need at the time to really discuss it. And so I never felt the symptoms be so extreme and so obvious as the, as I do now. Every day I have to interact with my girlfriend and I have, you know, like we make life decisions, we make daily decisions, important decisions, like sometimes hourly when it comes to making dinner, when it comes to taking care of the animals, when it comes to cleaning the house, when it comes to her business, like all these different things that we do together bring out 
the symptoms of autism because it's the how a, a neurotypical person acts in those situations is very different than myself because I don't have the ability to to know the right response in the moment when it when the question is being asked or the right thing to say right like I, I don't have that ability and I, and I don't recognize anything that is required so I'm just giving blank responses or unemotional responses or if something goes wrong instead of going oh crap I'm sorry I didn't realize I did that or I you know it, it, it was a mistake I didn't re I didn't know my mistake that's I'm sorry I, I would automatically like get defensive or be literal or or fight it because I didn't understand I don't understand and I don't know the cue, like the proper cues that need to be done or need to be said. And I don't know the behaviors. I don't know the emotional responses that are required. And the fact that I don't recognize the emotional like the emotions that are involved, it's, it's very difficult, if not impossible for me to do those things. And it's extremely frustrating because you try and you try no matter, you know, all the time. And it doesn't seem like you can ever get it right you might get some of it right or you might get a, a, a small part and you might fluke out and, and do it right but nine out of ten times you're probably not going to and you're going to probably completely mess up or mess up big time and then you're not going to make the correct responses whether it's emotionally socially in, in any way and so you're just going to cause more conflict and for someone who's recently new, both on my end and on her end, the understanding of exactly what happens and why these things occur from my side, it is extremely frustrating for her. And it does put a big strain on the relationship because we don't know how to deal with it, right? Like, if, if we had a handbook or if we had a therapist who could be in the house uh, at the same time that we are, it would probably be much easier for us to, you know, have someone say, oh, this is what's happening. Okay, we need to do this. Try that. Say this. Here's the response. This is what you need to say. Then it would be a lot easier. But because it's just the two of us and we're both relatively inexperienced when it comes to the entire idea of what autism it it's very frustrating and for me to get emotionally withdrawn or have a meltdown and just be out of it and not be capable of making any kind of response pretty much being useless to both her and myself and the fact that it's difficult to pull away when I when I need to go and calm down or need to recover it like it's so hard to do that that it's next to impossible and there's no point like it's just a waste of waste of time and learning on both of our ends what to do in these situations is, is so important but you need to have like i we need a personal like an expert on the autistic spectrum in order to help us in order to figure out what is required in the future to help resolve these problems or to know what to do in each situation. It's going to take a lot of work and it's going to be difficult 
in the beginning because we're so new with this. I'm looking forward to, you know, meeting up with some expert someday so that we can figure this out and know what's, what's required on my end and on her end so that we can get through this tough time and, you know, figure out a few things. Like, I already have routines that are very well established that help me get through the day. Any sort of, you know, going off the path of the routine really does cause complications. So we need to learn how to adjust and how to make it better for each other. And then our relationship can continue to thrive rather than struggle and feel like it's, you know, very difficult or strenuous or pointless. I will at some point find a way to get through and, you know, learn a few things or adapt like she need, she'll will do better it's just we're so new at this and it will take some time to learn and to figure out stuff i'm yeah i don't know it's gonna be an interesting little time or, or interesting time here for the next while Okay, so that's the first episode of this podcast. Um, I really hope you enjoyed listening to this. Um, I'm going to do this every week uh, on Tuesdays. And I will talk about experiences. Uh, they could be new experiences. They could be the past experiences. Um, I will talk about things that to expect in autism, um, different you know, like uniqueness, uh, unique things that occur in my life. Um, I'll, I may not remember everything, unfortunately, but I will definitely try to, you know, give you the, the listeners uh, as much information as I can. Hopefully this will give you an idea as to what is, what happens. Um, give you a different point of view besides your own. That's the goal of this, is to show you what autism is and what it does and what it's like for someone who has it and also for someone who lives with someone that has autism. Um, if this is the only podcast you've listened on from my end, check out my other podcast, Living with ADHD and CPTSD. I talk about ADHD and CPTSD in two separate episodes each week. You can check out my Twitter account. You can contact me there as well for this podcast. The contact for Twitter is at ADHD and CPTSD. The website that will also deal with this podcast for now is www.livingwithadhdandcptsd.ca. You can definitely ask me questions about any of the topics. Anything you are interested in or curious about or want to know, you can message me on Twitter and I'll be glad to respond and talk to you about it and then go from there. So, there you go. That's episode one. And I really look forward to making some more and showing you guys my life. And I hope we can all, you know, grow and feel good about the way things are in our lives. 
All right, everybody. See you next week. Bye.